Good Monday for those who are here live. For those who are here in the end of the week, thanks so much for tuning in. Getting towards the end of January. I love this period of time because I can almost feel the cold and know that the cold is leaving. We're talking about the cold, if you will. Yesterday, we spoke about the idea of the tension that takes place. As soon as we go into the world of sacrifice, sacrifice is that feeling that we have when the giving doesn't have a response, when it gets hard to give, when it gets hard to push ourselves past our limits. We enter into the world of sacrifice. And yesterday we spoke about this concept of where our brains are actually programmed to prevent us from sacrificing. Our brains are actually there to keep us alive. That's the gift that God has given us in our brains. However, it's also the challenge because we're supposed to take the survival default and upgrade it to greatness. That's the free will of life. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be great if you were born with it, right? Like it's not great to feel hungry and eat. Like no one's like, what? You felt hungry? Like, how'd you do that? Like, that's phenomenal. Like you just, what your body just like gave you the signals to eat? Like, wow, like no one's impressed with that. Like No one's impressed with like, wait, like you just felt tired and like slept? Man, like how did you, did you go to like a gym for that? This is how we're born. Survival is the gift. If we were born great, it wouldn't really be great. So understand that we have to go through what is naturally normal to us in order to become something that is not n- It's not natural or normal, right? It's extra normal and it's extra natural. That's what extraordinary means. It means you're not ordinary. It means you're not regular. So understand that it's going to be a fight for everybody. There's no one who's listening to this and no one that you've ever seen in your life that has achieved anything of greatness that they haven't sacrificed for. Nobody, nobody. Greatness is, by the way, is not what people think Greatness is what you've accomplished. Yeah, maybe people have made a lot of money because they were handed more money and lost half of it, but that's much more than we ever had. That's not greatness. When you see anybody achieving anything, the reason why they achieved it is because they, in this particular area, had a struggle between normal and extra normal, between natural and greatness. They had to overcome their need to survive because survival keeps us comfortable. And the great mistake that we make is when we get into the world of sacrifice, what happens is in the world of sacrifice, we start to identify the results of the sacrifice. And if you do that long enough, especially especially because anything of greatness has results that grow, greatness grows. You don't order greatness. Amazon doesn't deliver greatness. 
it delivers stuff. Greatness grows. Greatness is what gets planted and grows over time. And so since it grows, it takes time. And along the way, at some point, the farmer gets it looks at the looks at the at his clock and it's 3 a.m. and goes, I'm not planting anymore. Like this is I'm not getting anything. I'm giving and giving and sacrificing and sacrificing and sacrificing. And what did I get? A little bit of like a little tiny seed that just now it's a tiny little tree. Like, oh come on, it's not worth it. So in order to actually sacrifice, you have to overcome everything that you think is right. You have to overcome being rational. That's why most people don't, because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Unless you detach sacrificing from results. Unless you say, I'm not sacrificing for the result. I'm sacrificing because because there's nothing that I could do greater in my life than sacrificing for something that matters. Let's make it, let's, let's start like low and build up. Healthy right? You don't work out or eat healthy because you're trying to lose weight. That's like level one. Because if you do that, at some point, either you hit a wall and you're not seeing the weight loss, or you've already, or you hit your goals and you lose your weight. But at some point, the result either doesn't happen or does happen. And the sacrifice that you're going through doesn't isn't worth it however if if moving towards the goal of losing weight or being healthy is a worthy enough goal then the sacrifice that you do every day is not for the goal it's because there's a value in just the sacrifice sacrifice and the feeling that you have, the pain, the, um, the discomfort that you have via sacrifice is mediocre leaving your system. That's what it is. That's what my rabbi explained to me spiritually. If you could almost picture like either the neuroplasticity or the voice or whatever it is that's telling us to stay, stay down, stay normal, stay, stay, stay safe, stay comfortable, whatever. Safe is different. You have to be safe, but you know what I mean? And when you sacrifice, you can almost hear the voice holding on for dear life. The voice that says, you're going to, you can't do this. The pain, the discomfort of sacrificing for things that matter is the process of removing all of mediocrity from your system. It's not to get anywhere. It's to be something. To be a person 
that naturally feels the muscles of greatness. To be a person whose habits have a standard of excellence in which when they deal with things, they deal with things at a level of greatness. The way you condition yourself to be great is you start to remove all of the just survive, just be comfortable. What about you? What about you? What about you voices from your heads? All that neuroplasticity, all that survival mentality that we all needed when we were little, that we grew up with, all of the entitlements that we expect, all of that is what gets in the way of greatness. And so when you sacrifice for anything, but especially for something that matters, it's not the result that you're looking for, it's you that you're looking for. Do you think the player that wakes up in the morning and goes to the gym, you know, months before training camp, then goes to training camp, preseason, regular season, playoffs, and loses. You think that player thinks that all the sacrifice was for nothing? Not if he had any vision. Soldier trains and trains and trains and trains and trains and the war doesn't break out. He thinks it was for nothing. You think when we do things again and again and again, that's right. You think if the result doesn't happen, it's for nothing. No. In fact, the results aren't even in our control. It was all just about us. What God does is he puts these results in front of us, not for the results. He puts this in front of us because he's trying to build us. If I can extract the lesson from the great Bible, if you notice when the Jews left Egypt, God doesn't take him through the most direct route. Just let's do a little geography. Egypt, the cities where the Jews lived in Egypt, Egypt were the north of Egypt. And what they should have done if God had ways was come up the north and walk the coast of the Mediterranean you know how Israel is situated, right? They're on the Mediterranean. So if you go down the coast from Israel to what is now Gaza and the Sinai Desert, within a few, if you just walked within just a, few, a week, you can literally walk maybe two weeks, three weeks tops from Israel all the way down to northern Egypt. It's not that far. It didn't need to take 40 years, Right. God knows how to get around. He takes them down to the Red Sea, to the Reed Sea. That's out of the way and walks them through the desert like this, like, you know, crazy circular route. And they come up the back end through the Jordan, like what in the world? The Torah tells us he, God did not take them that way. In Hebrew, it's kikarovu because it's close, but there's a deeper way of looking at it. It's not close because it was easy. God wasn't looking to get the Jews to Israel. Come on. God was looking to build the Jews 
he was using the trip to build them up. So when they got to the land of Israel, they would be the nation that could hold on even when they left Israel and they came back to Israel. If we sacrifice because it's trying to get us in proximity to the goal, we missed it. Sacrifice is the, is the process of extracting the mediocre. It's the process of removing the old neuro connections. It's the process of upgrading our thinking, upgrading our habits, upgrading our vision. The results that we are looking for are just directions in how to do that. They're the carrots. When a little kid learns how to walk and you hang a lollipop in front of him, like when you hold that lollipop and you do it four or five uh, inches away from his face and he's reaching for it and walking, he is thinking lollipop. You are thinking walking because he's a kid and he doesn't know that walking is more valuable than the lollipop. But you know that, so you're holding back the results and enabling him to sacrifice, to be vulnerable, to possibly fall, to use muscles he's never used before, to maybe even question your own love for him. Because if you really loved him, you would bring the lollipop closer to him. But you know better. And you know that walking is so much more valuable in life than, than licking lollipops. So you create a result that he or, he or she wants and you hold the result farther enough and you hope that they're willing to sacrifice to get to the result because it's the sacrifice, the muscles that they have to learn how to use, the, the, the ability to overcome the fear of not holding on to something that is so much more valuable for their life. That's how we think. But when you go through life, we forget that. We're always complaining why it can't be easier. We're always complaining why they won't just figure it out. Why they can't, why he can't, why she can't, why God can't. And the, and, and the complaint that, by the way, me too. I'm not, I hope nobody thinks for one second. That, I hope no one ever thinks for one second that I figured this out. I'm struggling like you. We're all in this together. We're always complaining how come it can't be easier. Why does it have to be so difficult? Why can't I just lose weight easier? How come she can eat whatever she wants? How come their marriage is, why their marriage easier? How come those kids listen to their parents and mine don't? How come that guy's got so much money and I don't? How come it's so easy for so-and-so to read or to connect? How come it's so easy for so-and-so? How come so-and-so has it so easy? How come so-and-so has it so easy? We're always looking around. People have it easier than us. And we're like, why so-and-so was able to start their thing at their, when, when they were young? I come it's so hard for me. And first of all, it's not true. It's A, which means that if you're looking at anyone's life from a screen, most of it is not true. Okay, understand that if you're looking at someone's family and there's a screen and there's a picture of that family, that family took 40 pictures so they got it right. 
if you're looking at someone who just got dressed up and has a picture of her, chances are that's like 70 pictures in the right angle. That's even before then I had to like doctor it up. If you're looking at anybody ever on a screen, ever, or in person for the most part, what you're looking at is lots of hard work that you don't see. So A, it's not true. But B, it's not relevant. It's not relevant. The challenges are what allow us to be greater. The challenges are what enable us to extract the mediocrity from our systems. When we look at sacrifice as a value into itself, we become unstoppable. That means I give because there's something very valuable about being a giver. Just want to be a giver, whether you or do or do not receive it properly. Something really valuable about sacrifice for things that matter, that have none to do with the result. You know what I'm talking about because we've all had a moment like this in life where we've done, 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 done for something or someone and the thing fell apart. And then later in life realized, wait a second. Wait a second. Because I did there, that made sense. We're not going to make it if we don't start to value sacrifice. I think our culture doesn't let us, to be honest with you. I think it's harder than it ever was. I think everything you see is selling comfort. I think everything you see in life is just one big way of selling comfort. But that's not what greatness is. Greatness is valuing the sacrifice. Just going to bed at night and knowing if I didn't work hard today, I missed it. I missed it. I missed the chance to really push my day. If I didn't hurt, if I didn't stretch, if I didn't push, if I didn't sacrifice for something or someone today, then I really didn't use my day properly. When we start to really appreciate sacrifice for sacrifice, can you imagine? It's like liking the taste of vegetables. Once that changes, my friends, once you start liking the salad, forget it. It's home free. It's home free. You don't got to like wait online for the fries. You get to like skip and go to the salad bar and you like it better. Then you really won. All right, we'll continue. Think about this today. Think about how good it feels to have the mediocrity extracted from your system. When you feel a sacrifice, when you feel discomfort, connect in your brain, connect discomfort with extraction of mediocrity. All right, we'll continue. Have an amazing day with God's help. Can't wait to see you again tomorrow.